Episode 50 of the Small Biz Startup Essentials Podcast, Business Model Basics, Four Types That Can Work For You. Well, hello and welcome to the Small Biz Startup Essentials Podcast. I'm Tom Claremont. This show is dedicated to helping you succeed with your online business. And this show is for you, whether you're an aspiring entrepreneur and you're just starting to think about the concept of having your own business full-time or part-time and you're trying to figure out if you have what it takes to launch and run a successful business. Or maybe you've actually taken those initial steps toward the dream of having your own business and you need a little more clarity and motivation. But some people are making a later in life pivot and they finally want to pursue that dream they've had in the back of their head for the past 10 to 20 years. Well, whatever the reason, you're here and welcome. Hopefully this show will provide enough value for you that you'll subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. So let's dive in. Over the years, uh, I've tried my hand at different business models, and for the most part, I've been successful. There's been some struggles, uh, ups and downs along the way. Some methods work better than others. Sometimes it's all about timing and how the offer is presented. Uh, I've learned some valuable lessons along the way, and I'd like to share them with you today. Uh, I hope these lessons help you focus your thinking on what you know the best business model is best for you. So the great thing about all these business models is that you can choose virtually any market. Now, all of these models work, right? It's just proven they they work. The key here is to choose the models that fit with you and your business, your strengths, your personality, your team, your vision, your dream, but but, but also the lifestyle you want to have as well. You see, I choose to have more of a, of a lifestyle type of, of a business where I decide what my day is going to be like and have control of my day instead of business dictating my day and if I get any sleep tonight. So how do I do this? Well, by not trying to be all things to all people, by having a, a narrow niche of, of a target audience and saying yes to only the things I want to do and know I can do well and saying no to the things I really don't want to do and know I can't do well. So if you're looking to escape your your day job and come up with a plan or or building or expanding your current business model or or wondering if the model you're in right now is, is the best one for you, then Hopefully, this will help you weigh the pros and cons of of each model and and help you to make an informed decision. So there's actually more business models than four to choose from, but I'm only going to focus on four for today in this episode for time constraints. Because not every business model is is one that you should pursue. Just because you could launch uh, a certain type of business model doesn't mean you should. Before you try a, a new business model, consider your personality type, right? what your strengths are, what you're, what you're naturally uh, good at, what you enjoy doing. Uh, if you've ever taken the Colby assessment or strengths finders test, you'll have a pretty good idea of what these are. Right? Use them to guide your decision-making process. I'll put links to them in the show notes. So what are the four models we're going to be focusing on today? Creating information products promoting affiliate offers, private consulting, and done-for-you services. So without any further ado, let's dive into the different business models. 
Business model one, creating information products. So why should you choose this model? Well, the profit margins. I mean, creating and selling information products, you know, online courses, eBooks, uh, other educational informational products have a very high profit margin. You know, you create something once, and if it's a digital product, you have no need to stock inventory. You you can deliver it automatically to any volume of people at once. With a physical product that you sell for a hundred dollars, but might cost you. $50 to produce it, you know, just leaves $50 in your pocket. An online information product that you sell for the same price will leave you close to $100 in your pocket. You know, there might be a small expense in the creation of it. You know, maybe if you hire a graphic designer or someone else to help you create it. But the three very big reasons are low cost to make, no inventory needed, no employees needed to create or ship them. Right? So creating a digital information product is a low cost way to get something started and very easy to scale up from there. Now, you can go to episode 44 of the podcast to hear more about digital products, you know, where I, I go into it in more detail about it. But having the ability to have a more profitable business works well for me. You know, I, I can be anywhere and serve people and create content no matter where I am, right? So three lessons learned from this business model. You know, not everybody enjoys the creative process. You know, if you choose this business model, you should really enjoy what goes into creating a product. You know, do you enjoy diving into a topic and writing about it in a way that people can relate to? You know, writing comes easy for me. I love to write. I'm a, a excellent typer. I can type fast and with a good amount of accuracy. I'm not always, you know, going back, fixing mistakes. I learned how to type the proper way a long time ago and it serves me well to this day. So if typing and creating, you know, content is a struggle for you, you know, this model might be a struggle for you. Uh, when you're thinking about your market, uh, be sure you choose evergreen topics as much as possible so that, you know, you don't have to update your product as frequently. For, for example, you know, I have eBooks that I offer for a reasonable price that helps people in the realm of starting their own business, you know, something that never seems to go out of style here in, in the United States. And I have, you know, mindset eBooks as well. And, you know, that's what I mean by evergreen. It's just, it's just relevant all year long. So be sure that the support for your product is either a separate uh, product as well and, and priced accordingly to the program. Otherwise, you're going to enter in, into this you know, black hole of customer service with you know, endless time-consuming emails. So you want to have a business as a fitness trainer, as, as an example, then maybe offer you know, e-products at, at a very low price to help them see your expertise, but then you know, offer an online course for a higher price point, you know, that offers your personal secrets to a specific niche that can't be found in any of your other content. Business model number two, promoting affiliate offers. So why choose this business model? Well, promoting products as an affiliate means that you don't have to actually create the product that you promote. All you have to do is focus on selling it and some marketing in some basic ways. Sounds easy, right? Well, you know, it can sound easy, but it's easier with a good plan in place. 
You know, the crucial thing with this business model is choosing the right markets to find uh, the right products that are proven to sell so that they're both a good match. Right? Being an affiliate allows you to leverage the credibility and the authority of the product owners just by association, right? if, if you choose it right. So, for example, I have an affiliation with GoDaddy to promote their web products and, and services. You know, it rewards me very well over the past 20 years with many thousands of, of dollars in passive income. But uh, I also have several other affiliations with other businesses that are within the realm of small business coaching or development. I, I lace these affiliate links into my content for podcast notes or you know, blog posts so that if anybody clicks on those specific affiliate links and subscribes, you know, I'll receive a small amount of the overall price they signed up for. Now, the price doesn't go up for the customer because of the affiliate income I receive. The price is still the same for the customer either way, whether they get it through me or not. But the affiliate host takes a little of that commission out of their profit and passes it along to me. Why? Because I'm doing their marketing for them by promoting their product or service. So three lessons learned with this model. While it's convenient not to worry about creating products, it's actually very difficult to build a business without at least one core product. So ideally, a combination of your own products as well as affiliates products will give you the best of both worlds. As an affiliate, you don't control the payment timing, which means that you get the money on their timing. And this is all laid out in their, in their terms when you sign up to be an affiliate. But, you know, I've learned to just accept this and not rely on the income at, at any specific date, but just to see it as extra income. Look for the things like, you know, percentages and level of sales necessary for the first payment. But you still need to trust whoever's paying you. So do some research on what, what works best for you. When choosing affiliate offers, you always want to make them relevant to why people follow you in the first place. For example, being that my business was in the realm of IT uh, at a long time ago, you know, it made sense for me to have an affiliation with GoDaddy. And not just them, with SiteGround and Bluehost. So, so the promotion of those services was seamless. Now that my business has shifted to coaching and consulting, it makes sense to have you know, different affiliations in place with other types of providers. Now, some affiliations may take off and be profitable, and, and some may not. It, it all depends on how you're promoting the affiliate product or service, how often, and ultimately, if the target audience sees the need to purchase it and through you. Business model number three, private consulting. So why should you choose this business model? Well, when you do coaching or consulting, people are, are paying a premium for your time and expertise. Working with someone one-on-one -on -one is the best way to get them results. And happy clients mean more referrals and testimonials, and even more repeat business. So not only is consulting a great way to, to build your reputation before launching something else, it's also a perfect opportunity for passive income. So when I started as a consultant in the IT realm, all of the web ser service contracts were through my GoDaddy affiliation so that every time they renewed their services, I received some passive income. Now, I've spoken on this topic before from different angles, but with, the business, with this business model, you can have a more profitable business as well. Three lessons learned about this business model. Protect your time. 
right? When I take on a new client, it's with a monthly retainer and an agreement, you know, sort of setting the boundaries of our relationship. Here's the rules for working with me. Right? All discussions are by phone or Zoom, you know, not email. And 48 hours before our call, you should be sending me a one-page document with what we're going to be talking about so that I can review, I can be prepared, and, and just make the most of our time. Right? Not only does this make more sense to be an effective coach, it also helps the client nail down their priorities and get more done. Protect your sanity. It's important to have some initial conversations where you can get to know each other and your personalities and your, your business objectives, just so that everything meshes. I, I don't work with anyone that just wants to pay me. I, I've experienced people that don't respect the boundaries or or they just want to conduct themselves in a, in a, in a non-professional uh, way or you know they're just not being respectful to me so this is especially important if you have a lifestyle business that i mentioned before protect your finances uh, when you're establishing the boundaries or, or scope of work and and the timeline it, it might take a few months to achieve the goals and des desired results and setting up ongoing payment plans will help you keep the money flowing each month and get paid automatically. You can use Stripe, you know, PayPal, ClickBank, things like that. Business model number four, done for you agency services. So why choose this business model? Well, this is what a lot of people want. <laughs> uh, come on, who doesn't want a done for you service, right? It's super easy to sell. There's a ton of demand right now. Uh, and the, the done for you agency services is just a, a growing option for service providers. Now, I found that by creating three different product options for people to choose from, it helps to show how valuable the DFY model is. For example, do-it-yourself coaching, right? Where you can just, you know, uh, read some articles, uh, get some eBooks, uh, watch some videos, or do-it-with-you coaching, where together we'll go through this uh, journey uh, and uh, come up with a, a plan together or done for you consulting, right? So what could this look like in a real life scenario? Well, if you're a fitness trainer, you could meet with the client and get to know their needs and goals and then come up with a DFY fitness plan on whatever timeline works for them. If you're a website designer, uh, again, you know, meet with the client, have them send in whatever text and images you need, define the scope of the project with a timeline and crank out a website for them. If you're into being a social media manager for somebody or a, a business startup that needs a complete overhaul, you know, with a plan for a scheduled account activity and growth, create a done for you plan to get it done. So three lessons uh, to be learned with this uh, business model. Get deposits in advance to build a pipeline of people who already have a commitment to work with you. Know how long it's going to take to complete each project. Put a team in place if you need it that you can rely on, you know, led by somebody that can manage all aspects of the project. You know, I've done a, a lot of projects that were outsourced to others. You know, some locally, but others overseas as well to, to keep the labor costs down and, and the profits up. Get as much information up front so that, you know, doing that project for them doesn't take a year when you're billing it for a month, right? It also means doing a careful cost-benefit analysis to see if this business model works for you. 
So there you have it, four different business models to think about. Uh, again, there's more types than these to choose from, but maybe some other time we'll go over some of the other ones like you know, selling software, uh, launching a continuity program, uh, hosting paid live events. These models are quite involved and would take a huge chunk of time. You know, Probably each one would be their own episode, but for now, I'm hoping that these four would be a great start to get you thinking about the possibilities if you haven't decided yet. But you can always try one and work it hard for a while. Give it a year. If it looks promising, then stick with it. If it doesn't work out or look like it can't be turned around, then try something else. But if you believe in yourself, that's half the battle. You know, just try. A lot of people don't even try. They're talking themselves out of their dream from the very start. And they never try. So friends, I'm not here promising six-figure incomes. I'm just saying that you'll never know if you could have success if you never try. Do you like to bet on things? Do you like to take risks? Well, bet on yourself. Take a risk on yourself. If you can control the outcome, then the betting on yourself is rigged, right? You have some control on how the bet is going to play out. Well, think about it. But don't think too long. Take action while you still can. Well, friends, that's our episode for today. Thanks for listening. I hope you found this content helpful. Maybe there's uh, somebody you know that you could that could benefit from this podcast as well. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Uh, once again, I have some free resources for you to help you get started. Just go to tomclaremont.com slash resources. There you'll find a host of free downloadable content to help you get started. You need more? Want to dig deeper with a host of ebooks that I have to offer? Just click on the My Store button for value-packed but low-budget ebooks. And friends, as always, stay encouraged, follow your dream, and don't give up.